Hello and welcome to the MDS podcast, the podcast channel of the International Parkinson and Movement Disorder Society. I am Michele Matarazzo from DHM CINAC in Madrid, Spain. In today's issue, we will highlight a review article that has been published in the Movement Disorders Journal on a very hot topic, which is neuroinflammation in Parkinson's disease. One of the two authors of the paper is going to be with us today. Dr. Devi Standard is chair in the Department of Neurology at the University of Alabama at Birmingham and the deputy editor of the Movement Disorder Journal. He is also the chair of the Scientific Advisory Board of the American Parkinson's Disease Association. David, thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. First of all, the title of the article is 10 Unsolved Questions About Neuroinflammation in Parkinson's Disease. Obviously, this sounds like kind of a disclaimer, as you acknowledge already in the title, that we do not have the definitive answers to those questions. But let's try to see where we are right now on this topic. I would have liked to go through all the 10 very interesting points that you raise in your paper, but for the sake of timeliness, I will reduce it to four questions. And obviously, I warmly invite all the listeners to read the actual article. Let's start with a, a very basic question. How do we know that there is inflammation in the brain of people with Parkinson's disease? What is the actual evidence? We've actually known this for quite a long time, that there's inflammation in the brain in Parkinson's disease. And most of this comes from study of postmortem brain. So uh, as, uh, as early as 30 to 40 years ago, it was reported that uh, in the brain of someone who's died from Parkinson's, there's evidence of inflammation, particularly the microglia seem to be the cell which is very prominent and very activated in Parkinson's disease. And a number of investigators described this decades ago. But at the time, it wasn't really seen as a cause of Parkinson's. In other words, the viewpoint at the time was that Parkinson's was a degenerative disease. There was loss of neurons going on and that the inflammation was just a reaction to the actual process of cell death. And what, what's really changed in the last several years is this has been turned on its head. And we've come to realize that actually the inflammation is the cause of the disease and not just a response to it. Great. That was actually my next question. We know that in many other diseases, inflammation can help us protecting from, for example, from pathogens, but it can be the cause of the disease itself. So you already said that in Parkinson's disease, inflammation is probably related to the cause of the disease. Do you think it may also have a role in protecting somehow the brain from, uh, from the pathogenic mechanisms of the disease? Well, you know, the immune system is very complex and uh, it does have both damaging and reparative abilities. And this is critical in, in many diseases and many organs. We're in the very early days of understanding what inflammation is doing in Parkinson's disease. And some part of the inflammatory response does seem to be really injurious. And most of that evidence comes from animal models, studies where we've mimicked Parkinson's in various animal models. You can see inflammation, and if you can interrupt that, you can actually reduce the injury in the model system by blocking inflammation. But there may well be a reparative component to this too. So the immune system is, is well known to promote neurorestoration and neuro-repair in various circumstances. And we're just at such early days of understanding the details of this in Parkinson's. I don't think we can be very specific about the balance between these two. I suspect they both go on, but we need to learn a lot more. Fantastic. Now, you talk already about the evidence we have from postmortem studies and also from animal models. 
But what about neuroinflammation in vivo in Parkinson's disease? How can we track inflammation in PD and how early are we able to detect it during the disease? Well, I think this is a really important question. How can we detect inflammation in a patient with Parkinson's and how can we follow it over time? There are several ways that you can look at this. Some ways that have been pursued already are looking at things like cytokines in the blood, particularly substances like IL-6 and other pro-inflammatory molecules. You can detect these in the blood in Parkinson's. You can detect them in the spinal fluid, but you can also start to look at what the immune cells are doing. There's been some very nice work looking at T cells in Parkinson's and showing that they have different states of activation, and some of them actually have reactivity to proteins like alpha-synuclein, which is very central to Parkinson's. So these are tools that we can use in research to try and understand that. Another area that is very hot these days is imaging. Could we actually have an imaging technique which showed us the inflammation in the brain? There are some PET ligands, and we're studying some of these. Others are as well, to ask the question of, can we see evidence for inflammation in the brain by imaging? I think it's, uh, again, it's a lot of work going on. If we can actually do this, if we can establish that there is inflammation in a living patient and measure that, that's a critical advance because then we can start to talk about treating it. One other question that is related to the previous one is, If we are able to detect the inflammation, how specific it is for Parkinson's disease compared to other, for example, neurodegenerative disorders? I guess that, you know, for neuroimaging, well, the location in the brain is, is definitely something that can make it a little bit more specific. But what, what about, for example, CSF or blood biomarkers? Well, certainly the specificity question is an important one because other degenerative diseases seem to have inflammation too. There's good evidence now in Alzheimer's disease that there's an inflammatory component. Also, ALS has pretty clearly uh, an, an inflammatory aspect to it as well. So I think we're going to have to understand a little bit more about what the nature of that inflammation is. And the, I think the model for much of this work is actually MS. As you know, uh, Tremendous progress has been made in developing new therapies for MS, largely from understanding the nature of the inflammation that was occurring. And um, we need that same level of detail in Parkinson's to understand what cells and what is the timing and what are they doing so that you can start to target therapies towards the specific aspects of inflammation that may be driving the disease. Great. Now, for my last question, let's Imagine for a moment that we are able to answer those 10 unsolved questions that you talk about in the paper. What would we be able to do with those answers from a practical point of view, like helping patients or understanding better the disease? Well, what I hope it will help us to do is to, to find a therapy which will stop the progress of Parkinson's disease. This is what every patient with Parkinson's wants. They want to have a treatment which prevents further progression of the disease. And if we can establish that particular components of the immune response are driving this disease, there, in fact, may well be treatments that we already have that might be useful. For example, a lot of recent work has pointed to T-cell therapy, T-cells as having a critical role. If we can build this out a little further, you might think about anti-T-cell therapies, such as things that are used in MS, might be actually tried in Parkinson's and could potentially slow the progress of the disease. So uh, we're not quite there in terms of our, our basic science understanding of the details of the immune response, but uh, I think we can get there. And if we can, we could potentially adapt some of the immunosuppressive therapies we're using in other conditions and apply them in Parkinson's. Well, that is great. Really an exciting field right now. Well, thank you very much for your time. It has been a pleasure to have you on the MDS podcast. All right. Well, thank you for having me. 
We have had Dr. Davis Standard and we have discussed the article 10 unsolved questions about neuroinflammation in Parkinson's disease from the Movement Disorders Journal. Don't forget to download and read the article from the website of the journal and thank you all for listening.